All right. Good morning. May 18th, 2020. I want to start off this week by bringing you all in the conversations that I'm having with good friends. Uh, this past weekend, I got a chance to catch up with a very, very dear friend of mine, Mike Davis. Um, a little bit of context behind the relationship I have with Mike. I met Mike when he was a college student playing football at Georgia State back in 2012. Um, baptized him in 2013 when I was pastoring at a former church uh, here in Atlanta. Um, let me see. I moved away for a few months, came back. We lost touch at the end of 2015, right after we started Cornerstone. Me and Mike got a chance to reconnect uh, and beginning 2016. So from 2016, January 2016 to December of 2018, me and Mike got together uh, with a group of a few other guys about once per week for three years to eat breakfast, talk about what the Lord's starting to teach and show us in our lives and to grow. Um, it was an encouraging time. And one of the things that I realized was that Mike um, struggled with money. Uh, not that he didn't make plenty of it, but he struggled with seeing money as just money for him. Money was often security. And it's a thing that the Lord has constantly broke him of. So here in quarantine um, and lockdown, I got a chance to catch up with Mike. And as I asked him what things he's learning from the Lord, um, I was surprised to hear that yet again, he's relearning something that I thought was already cemented um, in his heart. But it was good for me because I saw even the Lord is even though the Lord is teaching him the same lesson, the Lord is helping him to learn new things about the same thing that this different context has provided him uh, with new insight into a lesson that he thought that he learned in the past, but he needs to relearn. And it was an encouragement for me, somebody who tends to feel like I should be so much further than I am right now, but I feel like I have to continue to learn the same lesson over um, and over. And so I was glad that uh, as we got a chance to talk once again, uh, Mike just showed me how much value comes when the student becomes the teacher. Our convo reminded me of first John one nine, and it's a promise that the Lord says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just uh, not only to forgive us of our sins, that's what we expect, that's what we want him to do, but also to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God not only promises to forgive, but to do the heavy lifting in cleansing and changing us. And uh, Mike helped to cement that truth once again in my own heart. Yeah, so tune into this part of the convo and just hear how the Lord is um, teaching and instructing Mike. And I hope it's helpful for you. This morning, as you start off your week, and all of that stuff. So it's like you've dealt with it and addressed it before. Yeah. In what ways has this time like further clarified or heightened it or exposed maybe an onion layer that you haven't peeled back yet? Yeah. So I think one of the differences between. Um, one of the differences between that time and this time is that I feel like the way I responded to it was different. Mm -hmm. I feel like when, um, in, I feel like the way I engaged with that issue was 
all right, I see this as a problem. And so now that I see it, I need to start doing things to address it. Right. And by I need to start doing things to address it, I mean I need to do it under my, like, within my realm of control and responsibility. Within your realm of control and responsibility? Right. And so that, it, I think the difference is now I, under, I have a much clearer understanding that I can't fix that. Right. right? Yeah, I yeah. can't fix that. I have to... Um, and I noticed it with the, it, it can sound like there's passivity or something like that. And that's not what I'm trying to say, right. but I think that I realized that if there was some formula that I followed or something that I did, it's like, okay, I see this problem. So I need to address, do steps A, B and C, and then I'll be free of it. Right. I think the difference is this time, um, I have, it's led me to a place of, okay, guy, like I have, you have made this clear before. I'm not, I don't think that I have been deceived about it um, completely, but I think there's been a level of deception about how to deal with it um, that you, that you brought to the surface. And so for me, I think this time I've shifted more towards going to God and confessing and saying, I need you to really help me with this. I need Mm -hmm. you to, to heal my heart and deliver me in a way that I cannot do for myself. And I think some of the tangible um, ways he's done that is to teach me truth from his word in a much more concrete way. And that truth has been, um, I think just been settling in my heart in a new way and it's been liberating. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to get, to the concrete way, but what I just heard you say was uh, in times past, it used to be, or it was, all right, Lord, I see this in, in my heart, help me know what to do. And then I'm going to go out and do steps one, two, three, and try to fix it. And now it's like, God, I see this in my heart and I just don't need your help. I actually need you to come and do all the work. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a huge, that is the big shift. I mean, you articulated that really well it's really one of those um Mm. and it sounds a lot like uh even when i first uh was saved where i just came to a point was all right god i see this and i see the sin and i have tried to deal with it right i've tried i you know i we talked to you know my story i mean I, i i remember when uh you know i was like binging sermons and doing Tony Robbins 30 day of power and all this sort of stuff <laughs> trying to change and everything. And I remember just getting to a point where all of that was not working. I said, I said, God, I said, I want to change. I've been trying to change and it's not working. And unless you change me, I'm not going to change. And then it was just boom. Like he, you he changed in and there was a shift, right? Like, and you, you know that, obviously I'm mentioning on even on the other side of um, walking with, with Jesus, there's still things to deal with, but there was a shift that really took place. And I feel like that sort of shift that took place then at, um, you know, what I consider my conversion is taking place in um, this sort of wrestle with, with money as security and and that sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's kind of no, it's not a, 
oh, Mike, um, you know, it's not, oh, I have to do some things and God will do some things. It's really, no, no, God, I need you to do everything. Everything, And he has been really faithful. And there's this amazing freedom that comes with that. There's this, I feel like there's just so much more hopefulness Mm. and joy and liberation that has come understanding that not only, um, can God deal with it? Cause he can, that he wants to deal with it, that he wants to deal with it in a way that it's not condemning. He's not, um, and not even like, okay, well you have to hit these things first with it, It's not, um, it hasn't been like that. It's been a complete, um, you know, transfer of responsibility in a lot of ways, which has been, um, which has been good.